we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew McFarland. Who are you? No, I'm not good. I don't know. I just... Every week, you do something different. <laughs> hey, well, that was the first time I used my last name. So now the cat's out of the bag. Oh. You can Google him. G. Gonna get murdered. <laughs> me. Research me. You'll find me. Click them keys and Google me. Kim Zolciak, iconic song. One of my favorites. <sighs> I hate it already. <laughs> well, I mean, she just peaked with Tardy for the party, you know? No, no. Yeah. The ring doesn't mean a thing. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you? <laughs> it's a beautiful day here in California. Eh? Yes. And this is our actually second time recording this week. Yeah, we did two episodes this week. This is episode number two for the week. It's kind of wild for us. If you missed it, how could you if you're subscribed, which wink, wink, that means you should press that subscribe button if you haven't already, wherever you're listening. But we had an episode come out on Wednesday, our first ever Bravo Buddies. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. We teamed up with the girls from Not Safe for Your Boyfriend, Monzi and Missy, and it was a riot. I had a great time we gabbed about everything. I think I laughed more than I actually talked. Like listening back to it, I just could hear myself chuckling. laughing and chuckling the whole time Same. because ev- these girls are hilarious and they know they're Bravo. Well, Monzi knows they're Bravo. Missy's still working on it. <laughs> but she I was proud of, of her. Do. I was so impressed. She knows so much. And even the things she didn't know about, she was able to give, you know, some perspective just on basic human behavior, <laughs> which I appreciated. Uh, they are so funny. If you uh, haven't listened to their podcast yet, again, it's not safe for your boyfriend. It's hilarious. They talk a lot about just two girls living in New York on their wellness and artistic journeys. And it's really fun to listen to. They are a great pair. And we will actually be on their podcast next week. Matthew wasn't going to join, but his schedule opened up. So he's able to join. Wait, it's going to be so much fun. It will be really cool. So make sure you subscribe to them as well. Once you listen to that podcast that you catch us over there on their pod next week. One of the things we did talk about with them was Vanderpump rules because Missy had just watched Vanderpump rules in its, in its entirety for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we were talking, we're like, what's going to happen is Vanderpump rules going to come back. What's it going to be like? And literally after we got off the podcast news broke, we got Sheena's baby's name, which was summer moon, honey, which I said on the podcast, I was like, I think the baby's name is going to be like summer moon or something or summer. You said summer for sure. Okay. I don't think I added the, the moon. No, the moon and the honey. No, none of us. I'm knew. not, I'm not going to get, you're not going to get that to me. All of us were blind. The entire world was blindsided by the moon and the honey of it all. Let's be honest. Okay. Well, and I do summer. last name, right? Davies. Cause bro. So summer moon, honey Davies. That's a mouthful. That's a lot. I thought ocean was a lot. Lala's ocean. SMH, SMHD. Oh my god, SMH. Oh my god. Like shake my head. Wow. I was trying to, I I wish it was Summer Moon Davies Honey because then it would be shake my damn head. SMDH. You know, she didn't think that far ahead. But, you know, congratulations, Sheena. It's wonderful. I think that motherhood's going to look very good on her. Summer Davies is a really cute name, too. Yes, just Summer Davies is great. 
the moon and the honey, maybe just keep that to the vest. I want to <laughs> I want to know why she named it that. And I'm sure we'll get it because they also announced that the new season is going to start filming officially with the restaurants in May. And everyone with the exception, well we knew Jax and Brittany and Stassi and Kristen. Well, and Bo. And Bo. We knew they were not returning, but everyone as far as we know was coming back except for Dana. Yeah, so the ones that they announced officially coming back are Tom and Katie, Tom and Ariana, Sheena, which obviously will include Brock, uh, and James and Raquel. And Lala. And Lala, sorry. Yeah, Lala Which and includes Randall. Randall. And even more so, Bravo has actually released two teasers of stuff they have already filmed. Of There was two clips. One was Randall and Lala with Tom and Katie talking about pregnancy and them trying to maybe have a baby and then we got another clip of sheena visiting tom and ariana and talking about her pregnancy as well so they've already filmed some stuff for this season nine that we're getting glimpses of i am so excited because i think it's going to be great they look great i've missed them a lot more than i thought i did and i think that this fall is going to be really exciting to see where they all are at and i was i'm kind of glad i was afraid that now that they're moving on into this more mature age of their lives I was afraid that we were going to miss out but I think that we're going to get a really good storylines I think there'll still be drama and there'll still be lots to talk about but I think it'll be a more rooted more grounded experience which is nice we've just seen them so rowdy and so crazy for so long and they those they still will be to a certain extent but I'm excited to see them grow up I'm very excited. I'm excited. Like Rugrats All Grown Up. <laughs> oh my God. I loved All Rugrats All Grown Up. That Me was, too. That was like a, a huge moment in our childhood was like when they had that special on Nickelodeon. We're like, oh my gosh, what do they look like? And they were like 12 or 13 in the TV show. Or they were like 16 maybe. I no, they were, they were like, they were te- like primetime teenagers. Oh my gosh. 13, 14. It was huge. I, uh, I had a all dream of playing. Up. I really want to. <laughs> I think that was the theme song. Oh yeah, you got it. You got it. Gosh, that was an unlocked memory I just had right there. I also wanted to play Dill Pickles in the live action Rugrats oh, All Grown Up version. Oh my god. <laughs> that you was are a dream. Dill Pickles. I'm a very Dill. I'm not I'm not Tommy, but I'm Dill no, for sure. No, yeah. Or Chucky. You you've got Chucky vibes. I could definitely be a good <laughs> I, yeah. I thought I was an Angelica when I was younger. I used to like put my lips to the side and like talk out of the side of my mouth like Angelica because you know how her like the cartoon her lips were on the yes. side. And then I also hurt my hip when I was younger because I would I would move my hip to the side and stand like Meg from Hercules. Oh my God. And I was, I, so I was def- like literally like deforming my body to be these cartoon characters. Thanks, Herc. It's been a real slice. <laughs> Dreams. Okay. Great. Well, let's get into the shows this week. A lot of finales and reunions, which thank uh, God it's the end of a, it's the end of a season of Bravo as the new season's coming next week. Next week is May 4th, which as you know, is the New York premiere i cannot wait any longer i'm thrilled that we're here it's finally here and then i think beverly hills is right after yeah and then june 2nd is when we get family karma so oh we're, my goodness we're on our way like, people bam 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 going head first nosedive into the summer we can't wait well let's start with the summer house finale because this season of summer house I know we've been complaining about Hannah and Des for, and mostly Hannah for the whole season. <laughs> but if you look mostly at Mostly me complaining. Mostly you. But if you look at it as a whole, this was a fantastic season of television. I thought everyone had really come into their own this season and it ended on such a beautiful note. I was like basically in tears. I don't know if you like 
were feeling the same way, but watching them walk down the aisle. Definitely feeling sentimental because it's just been such a long time coming for Amanda and Kyle. They've been through so much, had so many ups and downs and they, they were, I, I finally realized when we got to this point in the finale that they didn't fight at all this summer. Usually they have these big explosive fights that, test their relationship but out of all of the people this season they were very mild and they really sh- they really showed the world how much they've grown up and i i'm excited for them i think they're gonna be really great together i thought it was a beautiful ceremony carl did a great job of planning it robert did a great job with the food his officiating uh was wonderful i thought i think i'm gonna hire carl to officiate my wedding if okay I well married. good luck with that because that's no, I think I could do it. Oh my god! I'll just be like, yeah, I think I still have his phone number from when I interviewed him. I'll be like, I'll just like be like, hey, hey, you free? <laughs> Lord have mercy! I thought they all looked great. I loved Paige's and Carl's speeches during the dinner. They were very sweet, and I'm so happy both of them are going to be an active part in Kyle and Amanda's wedding. So Kyle asked Carl to be his co best man with his brother, which I thought was a beautiful honor, and. Amanda asked Paige to be a bridesmaid, which uh, that also made, almost made me cry. That one almost got me. That moment was very sweet. Because it was like, wow, they are really best friends, even though Hannah took it as like a slight to her. And see, that just warmed my heart with, you know, joy. Because this is what happens, Hannah, when you lash out and you act irresponsibly all summer, there are consequences. And honestly, this has been a long time coming because she and Kyle have been oil and water for a long time. And between the two of them, Kyle's the one that kind of put his guns down and said, I'm not going to fight with her. I'm not going to indulge in this ridiculousness. And she just couldn't let it go. And if I'm Amanda and I'm about to start a life with this person, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to let this person go and embrace my new husband. And she was so rude during the ceremony, too. She's like, 50% of marriages end in divorce. And it's like, um, you and Des. Exactly. Oh, my God. I thought the exact same thing. I don't know where she gets off being on some sort of high horse when it comes to love and relationships because she knows little to nothing about them. So I'm excited for Amanda and for Kyle. Uh, It was a great wrap up to the season. Everyone looked great. I loved the theme and I can't wait for the reunion. It's an in-person reunion too. I also want to talk about Stravi and Lindsay though. Oh my God. I almost forgot because first of all, Gotta give my props to my girl, Danielle, for keeping it as real as hell with Lindsay. Hell yes. When Lindsay was like, I just don't understand. Am I the problem in this relationship? And Danielle's like, yes. Yes. And she's like, what? (gasps) Me? It was pretty funny. But truly, like, we've all been there where we're just like a little bit too drunk and having a little bit too much fun. And yeah, it's their last night. They're allowed to do whatever they want. But I I get where she was like annoyed when he was like, you should have water. Because it's like, you don't need to babysit me. Like, I know what I'm doing, even though the she person doesn't. is out of control. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, it's totally understandable. But at the same time, he needs to, like, understand that she's completely wasted. She's with her friends. And that he doesn't need to leave. I was like, you need to calm down, sir. Every t- If you're just going to get up and leave every time there's an issue or a problem or a fight, it's never going to work. Sure, but I think that he was... I think that this happens all the time with them. I get the feeling that she has a little too much to drink. She lashes out and says and does things to push him away. And I think this has happened so many times to the point where he's like, well, forget it. I'm not going to keep doing this with you. Okay. And I also think that he knows that if I leave, that will trigger her more. They're just not meant to be together. And Lindsay, I love Lindsay. Don't get me wrong. I think she's great. But I think Lindsay 
needs to go to therapy if she's not already in it and talk about her abandonment issues because your boyfriend not coming to bed with you when there's a party going on and he's just having fun with his friends, that's not abandonment. It's a it's little... Called, he's going to come to bed later. Let him... Right. And I his... get also him being a little annoyed. Like, I know she had to show her areola because that's what the Jenga piece said, but if she kept doing it over and over and that's a sign of her getting progressively more drunk, I, I would be a little annoyed too. I just don't think they're meant to be together. I think that Steven isn't able to handle what she is going through emotionally and what she needs to work on. And I don't think she has the patience for him not stepping up where she needs him to step. No, up. I totally get and that. I think that she needs to go to therapy and deal with her shit before she, uh, saddles up with anybody. Although I think she has more awareness than let's say Hannah. I think that she needs to take some time for herself. And I think that's what Danielle was trying to, to tell her. No, a hundred percent. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, the, the reunion is going to be in person. I'm so excited for it. It seems like everyone's going to come after Hannah, which is deserved. Well, because she's been doing a lot of stuff off the show as well to antagonize the rest of them. And I think she's about to get what she deserves. And I can't wait. Well, yeah. So we saw the clip of when Carl says that she accused him of having a drug problem on a podcast, which was on Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic podcast which is a very popular podcast with yeah. lots of listeners so all, all of our listeners know danny pellegrino yeah it's, he's an icon he's everything so iconic. imagine how many people heard that and yeah and it was basically saying that carl was doing lines of adderall and his nose was bleeding because he was doing adderall and it's like well between them and vanderpump rules i'm sure there's a ton of adderall but we don't know who does it and who doesn't and you can't accuse someone else of doing drugs on tv if and starting this rumor, I think it's so unfair. Well, why so call rude. yourself a friend if you're going to air people's dirty laundry in public without their knowledge or consent? Like, if this was something that was dealt with on the show, then that's different because you guys are on the show. But to air all of this out there and put it all out there, like you and Carl have talked about it, is bullshit. Well, also, did you hear that she talks about she talked about Luke on another interview. Yes. And basically he was very depressed and I guess was in a really low place after he broke up with his ex-girlfriend and she was making fun of him because she was like, yeah, what kind of like little bitch? Like he was like suicidal or something like that and was basically like downplaying his heartbreak and the seriousness of the issue. So she's going to come I under fire Paige for and a Sierra, lot. Like kind of have an awakening during this reunion. Like I like Paige and Sierra, but they saddled themselves to the wrong horse yeah. with Hannah. And I think hopefully they take a step back from her after this. Cause like, again, they don't have to, Sierra doesn't have to like Luke and Paige can have a problem with Danielle or whomever she gets into a fight with at the reunion. But Hannah is not the friend to, to put yourself with. No. And we'll see this. We'll see this probably on winter house as well. So, Oh, I can't wait for winter house. Good things coming with that. Shall we move to Atlanta? Let's move to Atlanta. We had the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion this week. They all looked phenomenal. I okay. mean, I would have changed a few of their I'm costume sorry. pieces. Candy looked crazy. Sure. But I appreciated the theme. Like, I appreciated yeah, I what get she it. was going for. I get for. it. I, I saw what she was going for. I would have, I think her outfit for me was the one I would make the most adjustments to. Because there was a lot of good stuff there. Just the whole thing as an ensemble. It was a was lot. not great but for the most part i thought everyone looked really good i thought that eating montage hilarious so savage i mean they got to do the girls dirty at least one montage in the reunion every time you know what i mean and this time it was the food yeah but for this first part it's uh very much kenya versus portia and drew yes 
And I hope that the producers make some changes with the cast. And I think it becomes more and more apparent that Kenya needs to go, especially with this first part. I agree. I think Kenya, well, first of all, Kenya coming after Portia for like not including her in the social justice stuff. I was like, well, do your own stuff. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be upset that Portia is not including you in her work or giving you the spotlight for what she's doing because she's the one doing it. Exactly. She's the one out there. I she's love the when one Portia working. said, where is your activism? Like, yeah. And it's not something that you have to like throw out there and put it in everyone's face, but we would have heard about it. If yeah. It was going on. Number one, number two, I just don't think it's fair for Kenya to put that on Portia when if I'm Portia, I'm not going to go out of my way to not invite Kenya and make her feel bad about it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to invite her. If I hear that Kenya is disparaging me and disrespecting me and my name and all of this stuff, I just wouldn't, I, when this is supposed to be a positive thing that, that, that she's doing, I wouldn't, no matter who they were, regardless of their race, their gender, their whatever, I wouldn't include them. No, I wouldn't either. If Portia is going to bring, or sorry, if Kenya is going to be bad energy and bring bad juju, no, don't include her. It's just, it, it's supposed to be a positive thing. And Kenya would not bring positivity to it. No, she wouldn't. I had to laugh though. when Andy was like, well, can we call him now? Do you think he's, you're blocked? When she was talking about Mark. Yes. That was, Andy's so savage with these ladies, truly. Yes. I'm, I'm done with Kenya trying to defend Mark and Mark's ways and who he is and using, oh, well, he's the father of my child as an excuse. Because I feel like she's trying to get away with a whole lot with this man. Well, yeah, cause she's going after Drew's husband. She's going after Portia's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, yeah. ex-fiance and making it seem like, because we made our relationship a legal, legally binding one, it's higher, it's higher or it's better or it's, it's, it's different. It's like, no, it's not. Portia had the good sense to not rush into a marriage. marriage yeah. And she had the good sense to, be open and honest and direct with her spouse or her partner rather. And thusly, they have a really good relationship. All things considered, Ken, you tried to force something that didn't work into this very, very, you know, tiny little tiny itty bitty living space. And that was an Aladdin reference for those of you who weren't, aren't sure. But anyway, um, oh God, she tried so hard to make something that didn't work work and now she's suffering the consequences. And I loved what Monzi said on the podcast yesterday or the other day when it was Kenya met her match. Kenya married the male version of herself who is 10 times worse than she is. And I just want someone to kind of say that it's like the way that Mark makes you feel that's the way that you make other people feel. So recognize it. I was also very confused at Kenya trying to defend her Halloween outfit by trying to throw Drew under the bus for wearing like traditional Native American outfits at a ceremony ritual that her and her family did because her mother, or it was either her mother or grandmother is a descendant of someone and they did like a ritual tribe and Kenya was like, well, you wore a Native American You're going to compare a Halloween party to a, yeah, a, a, ritual, a, ritual was, a ritualistic ceremony, excuse me. It's like, that's bullshit. And did I just, did I miss something or... I don't remember Drew 
talking about Mark and Kenya any more than any of the other ladies were. No, and what also made me mad was Kenya trying to be like, well, the reason I retweeted that thing about your son and that I talked shit about your kid Which is was so because you talked shit about the father of my child. I'm sorry. A grown man is different from a child. So you, you trying to fight fire with fire by doing this situation, you're in the wrong completely because you do not talk about the kids. You can talk about someone's husband all you want. You can talk about Ralph going off to Tampa, but you were too busy being like, I want to hook up with Ralph. Ralph's a hot man, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. So if you want to come for someone, come for Ralph. Don't come for Drew's kid. 100%. And Kenya, if you are on her shit list, which many people are, she will find any excuse, any reason to nitpick at you and to bring you down. And it was a cheap shot. And Kenya's full of cheap shots. And... I what I thought when when the whole Native American um, headdress thing came up, I thought that Portia said it perfectly. It's like you expect the world to forgive you, to show you grace, and to be understanding of you when you've made mistakes. But when the rest of us, you know, stumble and fall and make mistakes, you want to hold us to the fire. For example, when I you know, ignorantly was not aware of the the extent of what the Underground Railroad was and what it meant to my community, which is admittedly very funny in retrospect. And I love that the editor showed how Kenya really threw herself on her sword and did a huge mea culpa and said, I was ignorant and I'm so sorry, which is not what Kenya did at all. You're talking about Portia. You keep saying Kenya for Portia. Oh, I do? Yeah, but it's fine. The listeners so understand. So Portia was the one who said the Underground Railroad comment. Yes. So I thought it was... Well, no, and I thought it was awful that Kenya called Portia out on that. Yes. And when I, I love that Portia said, when I did all of these things with regards to that many years ago, why are you bringing it up again now? It's just, it's a double standard. You have to treat people the way that you want to be treated. And we're not, no one is going to give you the grace if you can't give it to us. Sorry, yeah. guys. I didn't mean to mess up. No, you're fine. It happens. You had Kenya on the brain because she was all one of something. Yeah. I have to say. The vitamin C moment with LaToya was too much for me. She was like, they came in here with the cameras and Drew was trying to like be shady by giving me that vitamin C. So remember, I can't remember someone from Drew's camp came into the dressing room. Ralph's like a a woman who was doing Ralph's hair and makeup. Yes. Yes. And she gave her the vitamin C and was like, we heard you were sick. This is from Drew. And Drew was like, I'm sorry. I did not know that happened. That was not me. I've spoken to her. Like, I apologize. She's out of here. We threw her yeah. out. She's fired. Like, that's not Squashed. That's not what's happening. But I thought that was so stupid of Latoya to be like, that's a slight at me. Like, no. Like, that woman is just trying to be messy on her own. Like, you can't put that on Drew. But then Latoya comes right back out and she was like, oh, all, all year you look, at least you look good tonight. Instead of all those costumes we were wearing all year long, like... LaToya comes in so hot and it really bugs me because she could have mended a lot of fences in this reunion and been like, you know what? I went too far here. I understand that the vitamin C, I know that wasn't you. So thank you for apologizing for that. She could have made herself be in such a better light, but she's petty peachless. She's petty, petty peachless, but I'm kind of shocked. She's not going to be back next season, which me too, which we were told on the podcast, the Bravo buddies podcast by Monzi that she announced that she's not coming back, but which I'm kind of glad I, I don't think we need her. I think that she and Kenya can go. We can make Cynthia a friend of. And I think we should give Shamia and Marlo peaches. And I would also like to see Phaedra return. Oh, I can't believe whoa, whoa, whoa. that I'm saying that. But I think I think we could bring Phaedra back. And I think there could be a great mea culpa uh, moment between her and Candy. I would love to see Phaedra back. A Scorpio queen 
just like me. And I think it would bring the right amount of drama, you know? Oh, totally. All right. Well, should we march on over to Married to Medicine to talk about the March on Washington? Yes. Do we think that they're setting up a Married to Med DC? Okay. That's what I thought when these ladies came on. So we had Dr. Alicia, who's a dentist, Dr. Nia, who's a plastic surgeon, who were Jackie's friends. And then we had Toya's friend, Dr. Yael, or Yaya, who's an anesthesiologist, which is the same kind of doctor that Dr. Tiffany Moon. Moon is. So I was very happy to see a new like group of women come in. If they want to do a married to medicine DC, the girls are going to need to bring a little bit more drama because I think the only one that had like real personality was Yaya. Yeah. I really liked her a lot. She seemed so fun and so cool. And just, I mean, you could tell she's friends with Toya. The other two were very kind of, quieter i think alicia's got potential she does except she the whole (laughs) drink order thing with toya was like girl toya and toya come on i thought that was a very heavenly move of toya it was but then of course heavenly was very heavenly about alicia and uh, i thought you know i do think it was a little crazy for alicia to be like where's the food and heavenly's like bitch i don't know who you are like i don't know like the food's coming when it's coming so i thought that was pretty funny but and I totally understand that Toya is reactive. And I understand that she can get a little much when it comes to the drama between the women. But there's something... But I think... I feel that Toya owns who she is and owns how she behaves. At least more so than Contessa does. And more so than Heavenly does. It really bothers me when Contessa sits there and acts like she's not the problem. And she's not done anything wrong. And she's not perpetuating any negativity or doing anything to start shit because it may be passive aggressive and it may be underlying, but Contessa, you're saying and doing things to put Toya down because you know that it'll set her off. Yeah. I just, that's I just get that vibe very much. So, and I just, I hate when to- uh, Contessa throws her hands up in the air and says, well, I'm leaving because I'm the innocent victim here. It's like, no, 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 no. you're all doing shit. You're all making a mess. Yeah, and you're doing it differently, but you're all doing it. And she's trying to do the oh, I don't remember, I didn't say that, I don't remember saying that, which is a housewives 101 move. Like you say it, regret it, write it, or say it, forget it, write it, regret it. That doesn't work on housewives because you say it, it's recorded, and we get to see it at the reunion. And Heavenly and Contessa, you ruined it by getting up and basically saying, like, I'm not talking to this dumb bitch, or I didn't say it before, but I'm sure as hell thinking it. It's like, okay, well then Carrie got what she wanted. I got to say, Carrie, what you doing on the Mary to Medicine? and Lisa Nicole, I'm sorry, but like they're wah-wah. Like they can go. I'm sorry. Quad I, hit was on one episode for 15 minutes a couple weeks ago and she made I'm, a bigger splash than these I two. I want Quad women. back. I want Mariah back. Me Let's too. bring back the ladies. Please. Bring back my girls. Bring back my girls. Bring back my quad. <laughs> bring back my quad. But like I have to make a, a point here. I think Bravo should stop casting Carrie's. <laughs> Because Carrie on Married to Medicine. Oh my God, you're Carrie so on Dallas. right. I mean, even Carrie Duber was kind of wah wah whatever. But like, uh, I think we need to take a, a, a whole big old break on the Carrie. Let's situation. take a pause on Carrie. Carrie's with K's. Yes, Carrie's with K's. K A R Y. No, it, it, that's all it is. So Carrie Duber was K A R E Y or C A R E Y. So maybe she's like not as bad, which is why I was like, she's not eh. terrible. But K A R Y. They're suspect. Suspect for sure. But on a more serious note, I thought that the March on Washington and the testing, all of that was really sobering and really wonderful to watch. Even Heavenly and Toya had a moment when they were like, 
what are we doing like fighting when look and look what we're doing now yeah like, this is really what's important it was beautifully shot i thought we got to it was so great to see them all really on fire and doing what they love to do from the yeah. wives to the husbands to the doctors totally it was really really cool bravo to bravo for showing all of this to us and i hope that this continues and i hope that we get to see more from these ladies and and the gentlemen oh 100 percent. i love that we not only saw them doing the testing but then we also got clips from the actual speeches right from the actual march i thought it was an incredible way to kind of not only showcase their work but showcase the work of everyone else who showed up that day to make an impact and to make their voice be heard it was awesome and i got to give my shout out to cecil fauci my boy oh my god that was so funny <laughs> which killed me and i'm I excited for so next great. week for the potomac ladies to show yes. up we uh, love a good crossover the bcu of event i love bcu events when they manage to do them they always go over so it, well be, we should call it btu because it's the, the bravo television universe instead of bravo cinematic universe because we're not in the theaters unless they have a bravo movie which I would, I would love like a, <laughs> like a, a, what is like a yeah, movie the BNU, they, like the Bravo network universe or the, or television universe. I think that's yeah. Like BT or BNU. Telecinema. We'll, we'll, Telecinema universe. We'll have to sh uh, workshop it a little bit more. Yeah. We'll email what Andy and ask him what's, we'll what say, he wants. Andy, remember hey. those boys you saw on Watch What Happens Live the other day? We got a question for you. But uh, yeah, it was a great, great episode. All right. Well, we're going to stay in the South really quick because we got to talk the Dallas finale. Qualaludes. Qualaludes. I got to say, Deandra, I want to see Deandra on the silver screen. She is an actress beyond actress. She, Everyone down on the ground she now. She went in and I appreciate she and Brandy, their commitment. I have to say it was very impressed. Kudos to you ladies. It was so much fun. I, I loved it. But Carrie and Brandy. Yes, but, but let's start with Carrie, Carrie pushing. Yeah. I don't know who, like, you stop pushing people in the pool when you're eight. Yeah, I don't think I've ever pushed someone in the pool since I was, like, a child. Since I was a child, I did it once, and, and I, I hurt someone, and that was the end of it. Did you break someone's arm? No, but, like, you know, when you push someone in the pool and they're not expecting it, like, people, I don't know, whether you hurt them or not, they get upset because it's embarrassing, and it's 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 a little, like, out of nowhere, Pushing people in the pool when they don't know it's coming is not a, a fun or cute thing to no, do. No, it's ridiculous. And we do it when we're literally in our single digits, not when we're 50. Yeah, way up in your double digits. No, I thought it was very rude of her. And it was just the prequel to the rest of the bullshit that she and Brandy did the rest of the night. I Okay, so I don't think what Brandy did was all too bad. Like, I think it was maybe silly that she, like, squeeze. She's small enough to squeeze into the room and, like, be like, hee, 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 I made it in the room. It is bad, but, like, she wasn't doing any damage to anything. Not Whereas, at first. Not at first. Okay, well, let me get to that. All right. But then Carrie pulls off the plexiglass, and then the, them together rile each other up, and they... Make a mess. That would have sobered me up, breaking the plexiglass, unless I'm blacked out. That would have been, like, I would have been like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, it just, it like invigorated her more to do more damage and just be crazier. I would have been, I, I, I would have never done that. I mean, personally, even if I was like completely blackout drunk, that's not even my, in my system to 
ruin a museum. I would not have. Would, I would not have had the wherewithal to do that. No, either. I would probably be like. I would have probably. If the worst thing I would have done was I probably would have squeezed in like brandy into that room and fallen asleep on the bed, or I would have like put my body in the the chalk oh, the, outline the ch- and I would have fallen asleep <laughs> like that. So when the people came in the morning, they would find me passed that out. That is so funny. That's something I would do. But I also just didn't appreciate the next morning they're acting like it's not that big of a deal. But then once it kind of finally hits them, they call Jana, the coordinator. Yeah. And Brandy immediately starts crying. Like it, when you're truly sorry, you don't put your grief on someone else. You just, you keep your shit together. You stay stoic and you really just admit that I fucked up. I was ridiculous and I'm so sorry. You don't cry and make the other person feel bad it's bullshit. Well, let's also be real. I think Jana, as much as she was probably annoyed, I don't think anything in that room wasn't replaceable. Yeah, it was very rude to do to like the household and the whatever, whoever owns South Fork Ranch. But... And it was probably really good press. It's good press. Yeah. At the end of the day. I know. Again, I just don't know anyone that age with all of that life experience behaving that way. Well, you know, too. And their names are Carrie and Brandy. I, I, they need to go. I think, and I think them not showing up to the reunion because it is karmic and it is foreshadowing. Well, we'll talk about the reunion trailer at the end of this, but there was some things that I, my job was like, okay, well, we're going to actually have a pretty good reunion. I think. Yeah. I thought that the ladies were, I thought it was nice that they kind of were like, Brandy, we know this isn't usually you. Like, we are forgiving you, but, like, also this is not cool. Like, you kind of screwed up here. But them kind of going a little bit harder on Carrie and being like, girl, you've Finally, done this I'm so, so glad Deandra got a break and Deandra still went in, but I'm thrilled that Cameron and Stephanie and Tiffany finally were like, listen, no, enough is enough. You can't be doing this. You can't be pushing people into pools. You can't be uh, insulting the hosts of the places we go. You can't destroy property and just chalk it up to, Oh, I was too drunk. No, you're 50 years old. At this point, you need to grow up and understand that your actions have consequences and deal with that. I know adults who are going through way more than she is and don't behave this way. Just being honest. Yeah. I mean, it is sad that, you know, Eduardo basically doesn't want to be with her anymore, but that is not new news. No, this isn't new. I think it is sad that her daughter is going through it, but also be there for your daughter. Don't be getting drunk all the time. Yeah. Don't go on a trip, spend time with your daughters. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things wrong, but I also thought it was stupid that Carrie was trying to be like, well, Deandra, this was you last year. And it was that like, no, she wasn't so mad. Like, no, she wasn't you last year. Like Deandra just got really drunk and fell over a couple times and was just like sloppy. She wasn't destroying things and yelling at people and making a fool of herself. No. Uh, one thing that Deandra did do though, was pee on her spandex, which I thought was hilarious. Hilarious, but it wasn't beat themselves just a little bit on a wild night out. And do you think, I got the vibe that Brandy knew by the time we got to Dallas South Fork, I got the vibe that Brandy may have already known that she was going to make an exit from the show because she pulled Stephanie aside and gave her a friendship gift and said, I love you and got emotional. It just felt like a goodbye. Yeah. I just, if something felt off to me and I just it felt like Brandy knew she was making an exit. Soon. I think, yeah, I think it was kind of her. She's like, these are my final moments and I'm just going to go <laughs> peaceful, final, moments. final moments and I'm going to go peacefully. All right. We did get the check in on all the ladies at the end because it oh, was the finale. Before you get oh. into that, I thought it was, and I don't think Stephanie meant it, but I think that Stephanie 
please don't say that this was the most amazing year. Yeah, no. This was the most amazing year. It's like you've been schlocking lockers to schools that are deteriorating and you feel fulfilled. Good for you. But for the, the rest, rest of, of us, the world, it's a not been great. Year. So simmer down now. Go well, ahead now. Well, no, I agree. And I, I mean, that's what her whole like thing was at the end too, like where it talks about her because it says that she's giving locker room makeovers to like schools who need it which again is great but yeah. it's more about her than it is about the schools yeah. and but then travis is renting her office so like many americans she's working from home like i don't like travis by the way I, i've decided no. you don't nope well, nope okay well deandra i thought hers was kind of sad her stepmother and her are not in touch and her brother refuses to still sit down with her and talk but she's still seeing darren twice a week which i loved because as uh jeremy says she's a christian in the morning and a witch at night that was hilarious. I loved that. Cameron is ignoring Port for less pink in the house, and she wants to make the kitchen pink. And then she did her dog's paws pink. I was like, okay, this girl's crazy. But she did release, I think it was Entertainment Weekly, did like a profile on her house that just got released like today or yesterday. Oh, that's cool. It's a Barbie house. It's literally Barbie dream house. I have to show you the photos. It's, it's not bad, but it's just... I like it. Court had no say at all in the way that this house I was I started decorated. the season really not liking her. I like her a little more at the close of the season. Based on the reunion preview, though, I think I'm going to hate her oh, again. Yeah. Her little tiff with Tiffany. Yes. Yeah, it She's looks interesting. She's fighting a losing battle, yes. but we'll get to that next week. Okay. Carrie, at least her relationship with her mom is going well because her marriage status is complicated, but she hasn't destroyed any property or thrown people in the pools. Well, kudos to you for being a normal person. I think she's going to tell us that she's getting separated oh 100 percent. she's like we finally told the kids so now we can tell everyone yeah she's of course she's getting separated like that was clear as day when Ed- eduardo hates her like you can tell anytime he's on screen talking to her he was he's like just, why did i do this to myself yeah he has great they made beautiful children together that's amazing but she's a mess yeah yep okay yep, 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 yep. tiffany is living her life with her new schedule she even took the girls camping and bigfoot hunting in oklahoma which i thought was so cute very cute and she's taking baby steps with the relationship with her mom so that's I always love good her to husband. hear they are so cute together i was dying when he, she was he was like yeah she wants he wants me to do doggy style but he told me not to turn around I, and i was like <laughs> oh my god i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> okay all right <laughs> to Mad dallas it's coming no Oh, Mary to Mad Dallas. I thought you were going to say something else. And I was, I was already saying no to you. No, Matthew. <laughs> you thought I was going to go back to Mary to Med, even though we already talked about yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, we don't need to talk about Mary to Med no. DC again. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but Brandy found out she was 16 weeks pregnant after she stopped filming and then had her daughter, Brie Lynn on February 3rd, 2021, but lost her dog sugar a month later. Sad, but <laughs> sad. <laughs> But I'm interested to see her at this reunion. So as we know, Carrie gets COVID and Brandy sat next to her on the plane. So they both have to quarantine away from everyone else. So they bring in these like big screen TVs to set up and put them on the couch, put them on the couch. It's wild y'all. It's if you haven't seen it and like did not give them ring lights, did not give them special lighting. They look terrible on these screens i think it's a great exit for both of them i hope that they don't come back next year well no we know brandy's not but i hope that carrie follows as well i think that you can keep the four other ladies and i think you should bring in three new people three i think we should have seven housewives and we should have three new women yeah because we'd have tiffany 
Deandra, Cameron, Stephanie, Cameron, and then three new ladies. Yes. I, Dallas needs an overhaul much like the OC, OC does, even though OC I think needs a complete turnover, but Dallas needs some triage for sure. Well, I'm very interested. And then it looks like Brandy's husband's uh, indiscretions get put on the forefront as well in this reunion, which I'm interested yeah. to see. It looks like a good reunion. I'm, it was, it was a fun season at parts. I mean, if they could just bring in Mama D for the reunion too and just have her on the couch the whole time, I think I would be happy. But I just think they're, I, when I think about how big Dallas is, and, I, and it's the same with Orange County, I just think that if they did a thorough casting search and did complete overhauls of both casts, I feel like they could reinvigorate both franchises. Yeah, they're big places. OC is like five different towns. Dallas is just Texas is big. <laughs> Dallas, the county is a county. I'm from what I understand. Oh, right. I don't know anything. I I barely know California. I think that they have a lot to pull from. I think they should do more. They should find more classic old school Dallas ladies that maybe are a little bit older. Oh, bring in like Mama D types. Like I mean. like like bridge the gap between the Mama D's and the Deandras of the world. Like you know what I mean. Like there's that Gen like give me Gen X. Okay. Gen okay. X, like early boomer. Okay. I see it. I feel it. Okay. Not late millennial, early Gen, uh, Gen X. Like, give me late Gen X, early boomer. Okay. I feel that. All right. Should we go to Jersey? Let's close it out with Jersey. Let's close out Jersey. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I had too many shots at Michelle's party. So I think that's why I'm slurring a little bit. I'm kidding. Michelle is trying very hard to be on the show, but I will say I thought that the house that she showed Teresa was beautiful. Oh, I loved it. And I thought, and we'll get to the party in a second, but I thought the party overall looked great. I thought she looked great. The women looked great. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I do have a feeling that Michelle was something that they were looking at in terms of maybe putting on full time. Oh, totally. I also would watch a whole show about, I know everyone says this, but the husbands, I loved them golfing. I loved... I loved when Frank kissed Joe's butt and he at the party later, he's like, I've eaten better ass than that. That shit just, I don't know why. Maybe it's just like, it's just, you know, PTSD from like navigating. You know, I mean, you know how it is. Like, I don't know in high school and then in college, like just trying to navigate fratty bro types. I just, it rubs me the wrong way. And I know that's just a me issue. I but feel like I am like the opposite. Cause I like thrive in like those party situations. Mm, not for me. <laughs> see, I'm like, but I want to see more I of do, that. I do love the man. I do. I mean, we'll get to Joe in a little bit. Cause he kind of bumped me out at the end of the episode, but I don't know. It just, it was, it was a little too a little much hard for, for you because there's just, maybe I'm being a little over dramatic or I'm overreacting, but there's just this, Joe Gorga likes to push that boundary of, oh, it's, see, it's funny because we're being gay. We're being, you know what I mean? They, you know, he I d- get what you're saying. You know, he does it a lot, too. This isn't the first time, but they like to push each other in that way. Like, oh, how gross we're being. I don't know. No, I get I get I, that. It rubs me the I, wrong way a little bit, and I don't think that's really their intention, but I just go, oh, like, that's just, I don't know. It just what it hurts your feelings a little bit. I understand a little bit because yeah. I love Joe Gorga, and when he does little things like that, or when he gets a little misogynistic or chauvinistic, I'm like, you're better than that, boo. Well, see, I would, I, I could watch Frank kissing Joe's butt and them dancing <laughs> okay. each other all day. Fine. I, but no, I, I, I. This is me saying I understand. You, you hear me. You and see I me, hear you, and I pain. see you. 
and I and I respect your feelings. I don't want to be like that, you know, a hypersensitive bitch. But I just it just it just no. rubs me the wrong way. No, a I think bit. I think it's a very fair assessment and a very fair fair criticism evaluation, criticism and evaluation. Great. That took me a second to get those words. It's sometimes the words are hard. Yeah, the everlasting frat boy. I I don't know if I love that persona. Okay, understandable. Well, you know, I do love roller skates all day every day with Dolores. I love that. Those she, are a cute pair. Yeah, no, I roller skating and rollerblading is totally coming back into like the pop culture situation right now. We actually have a friend who does roller skating like it's part of a roller skating club with like yes we do and he does it with like really famous people and we had like no idea and he didn't even know it either he was like yeah this person's like on this show and this person's on this show and i have no idea who they are and we're like oh my god um, do you roller skate with these people yeah, these, these are high profile peeps so if you get your roller skates i mean i would go and roller skate with dolores every day i would be i would be skating up and down wherever she is and being on the search and be like where is dolores catania I was very happy that her tumor was benign. Me too. I had I had a feeling that's what would it that's what it would be, but you never know until you know and I'm thrilled she's okay. Same. Let's get to Michelle's party because I think that was the next part. I really did think everyone looked great. I think Michelle's a great host if if this party is any indication. The food looked great. And it was fun. I don't know. It started out really fun. It was fun to see the girls tease Teresa about her boyfriend. I, we had a full Portia, who said that moment <laughs> when they were like, oh, you're in love. And she's like, who said that? Who who said that? And they're like, oh, your brother. She's like, I can't tell Joey anything. <laughs> and it was just, it's just fun to see Melissa and Teresa per, like act like sisters. You know what I mean? Yes. When they're, when they're good, they're good. And I loved the... Melissa and Joe's sex life comparison to Marge and Joe's sex life. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I thought that was very funny. I want to talk about Joe versus Dolores. I think to end this, I thought Joe was completely out of pocket and out of line with the way he was treating Dolores and the way he was speaking about her. First and foremost, by calling her a broken woman. Yeah. I think I know what he meant, but I just... We all have scars of our past. That does not mean we are broken. We are bruised, not broken. From the, the pain in the past. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes it stronger. Oh, oh Lord. Okay. Do my little Kelly Clarkson moment. Yeah, with the, all the arm and everything. Uh, yeah, you guys missed I had the... Yeah, I I think that Joe should have just stayed out of it. I, I, think, I think Jackie had something when she, in her interview, was saying that Joe was sort of sending a signal to, to Melissa. Melissa. That's sort of why it got so convoluted and so out of pocket is because he was sort of trying to hit two boards with one stone yeah. and it just didn't work. And I understand Dolores's frustration. Don't get me wrong. I understand if you feel like everyone, especially between the, the dinner or the tea, the, between the tea party with the moms and now this, I could see why Dolores was getting overwhelmed and kind of feeling like I'm being talked about. And I don't like that at the same time though. And again, Jackie said it really well when no one knows the score. No one knows what's going on with you guys because we thought that an engagement was coming and then it didn't come and that you were really hurt by it. And David is continuing to show that he's not there for you, but yet you are insisting that you guys are fine, that you're happy the way things are. If I were in her front group, uh, group of friends, I'd be confused too. And I don't think any of the ladies are gossiping or I don't no. think any of them are trying to throw her under the bus or trying to like sabotage her relationship with David. I think they just 
think that she deserves better. And the medium said as much last week. Yeah, the medium said, he's not your soulmate. Drop it and find a new one. There's plenty of fish in the sea, honey. But I think that's why she reacted that way, too. I think Dolores behaved that way because she knows that they're not wrong. And that they're it's hitting hard. a nerve. Yeah, it's definitely hitting a nerve. And we love seeing her with Frank and Tanya. And she, you know, it's... And I felt bad for Frank. Like, I understand that Frank fucked up. I get it. He was not a good husband uh, many years ago. And he... But he's stepping up now. People need to evolve. Like, you need, you need to let people evolve and change. And, and you can't keep holding that over Frank's head. You're already doing it by not getting back together with him and by making him your husband by not, but not remarrying him. It's her gay husband. Yeah. Like you're already doing that by putting him in this position that you're putting him in with your relationship. You don't need to be reminding him all the time that he fucked up and Joe, you shouldn't be doing that either. Yeah. So I feel bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone will forgive each other. I'm sure everything will turn out fine, but I mean, it was a great episode. It was, I thought it was, I thought it was dramatic. I thought it was funny. Yeah. We even saw Teresa sneak out to go be home with the Dadas. They're all home alone. Girl, they are adults. No. And you went to go, you went to go get a, have someone get a taste of that pineapple. He looked, the more I see pictures of him, the more he looks like a young Joe Giudice. Next time you see a photo of Louie, her boy, that we're going to meet next week, I think. Yeah. He looks like a slimmed down, polished version oh my gosh this is stressing me out and probably i'm probably gonna see it the next time i look at it he's got that face okay well we'll have to see (laughs) we'll have to see if he's got that judice grin because he's got a judice resume with all of the disorderly context shit that's coming out in the press we'll talk about that when the time comes okay great but i think we mentioned it all for all of the shows Next week, guys, be very excited because we'll have a longer episode because not only are we going to still be covering the reunions of all these shows plus the new episodes, but we also will be talking Real Housewives of New York. We're covering three reunions, Summer House, Dallas, and Atlanta. Summer House, Dallas, and Atlanta. Plus, we have Married to Medicine. Plus, we have Jersey. Jersey. And then, wait, is... New York on Thursday. New York's on Tuesday. I believe oh May God. 4th is a Tuesday. So we're going to be getting it right front at the beginning of the let's, week. Let's just double no, check. No, it's the 4th is a Tuesday. Oh my gosh. I am so thrilled. Oh my gosh. It is going to be. We're going to be busy. It's We're going to be so busy, but we're doing it all for you. We do it all for love. And so. more Bravo Buddy episodes will be coming in the next few weeks, y'all. So get excited. If there's people you want us to link up with, definitely shoot us a DM on our Instagram. You can find us there by searching at Hot on Bravo. That's at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. If there's someone you'd like to see us collab with, let us know there. And if you guys aren't already, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Ugh, you were supposed to do that this week. Hey, well, you didn't. And I I just steamrolled you right out yeah, of there. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. But if you guys are <laughs> subscribed to any of those places, or even if you're not, shoot us a five-star review. Let us know that you love us because we love the love, and it really helps us out. So thank you all for listening, and we will see y'all next time. Goodbye.